everyone. Welcome to Life Guts, a podcast to help you overcome burnout and monotony and find real joy and life fulfillment. I'm Sienna. I'm a graduate student studying counseling psychology and an Akashic Records reader. I went from being uninspired by life and living on autopilot to uncovering my authentic self and purpose. I really hope to help you do the same. I'm so excited you're here, so let's get into it. Okay, hello, hi, welcome. We're doing something new today. This is a bonus episode, okay? And it's a bonus episode for two reasons. Number one, I am also gonna, I am also going to be doing a video version of this bonus episode. I've been wanting to put Life Guts on YouTube for a while, but I've been a little nervous about like the technicalities of it, but I have faith that we can figure this out, that I can figure this out. So I'm just kind of taking a leap of faith, hoping it all works out for the best. Um, And then number two, I have felt inspired to talk about a certain topic, but I didn't like, normally I outline my episodes because I have a major squirrel brain and it just kind of keeps me on track, especially, and I, that's just the way I like to do it. Okay. I don't have to give this whole background story. I ramble so much. God bless my friends. God bless the people who listen to me because I could not listen to people who talk the way that I do, but that's okay. That's okay. It's part of my charm, part of my quirkiness. I'm so quirky. Anyway. Oh God. (laughs) Um, but this time I'm not doing that because I just felt really inspired to do this right now. And I'm actually reading a book called, um, Originals by, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I want to say it's like Adam or something, something with an A. Um, and in it, he talks about how actually creativity, great creativity is not the result of like working longer on a smaller amount of projects, but it's basically quantity and that the more that you produce, the more great creativity will come out of that. If that makes sense. Great book. I haven't finished it though, so I can't fully talk about it, but Because of that, I just feel called like, okay, like I've had the inspiration to just do it right now. So let's just do it. Let's see how it goes. Um, So thank you. I I thank you in advance for your patience. Um, I just wanted to hop on here really quick and do a little motivational talk. I just want a little motivation, a little motivation. We could all use a little motivation, a little pep talk. Imagine I'm your friend. Okay. I am your friend. I'm your friend who's noticing that, um, you could turn it up a little bit, you know? So the reason that this is on my mind is because I have been talking for months about how like overcoming your inner critic is like the best thing you could ever do for yourself. And I totally agree. I totally agree with that. And I actually just posted a video of that on YouTube. So if you're interested in learning more about that, I kind of created a three-step process to overcoming your inner critic or your inner mean girl. And that's now on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, But after I came across that like huge breakthrough revelation, I have kind of been playing it safe. And we know 
that I'm not a fan of playing it safe, okay? I'm not a fan of playing it safe. I'm a fan of like, you got to do big, you got to go home. And I've been preaching that, but I haven't been doing it. And I didn't even realize that I wasn't doing it until a few weeks ago. I was like sitting and all of a sudden I realized that I hadn't like done anything. I I was just kind of coasting. Like I was living at like 60 or 70% and I don't like that. I want to be at 90 to 110% most of the time. Okay. Obviously there's times for rest, but I feel like I get a lot of rest time. I don't have a lot of pump it up time. And so I'm trying to incorporate more pump it up time. And so then I was kind of forcing myself into this pump it up type of energy. And I've had my second breakthrough. And I just wanted to share that with you guys, just in case it is helpful to you guys, motivational, because this is accessible to you too. Um, and that's that after overcoming your inner critic, which is huge. Okay. Um, the second step really is like not caring what other people think. Okay. And I know you hear that. I know, I know you hear it all the time. I know, I know, I know you hear it all the time because I heard it all the time. And it's one of those things that you, one of those messages for me that it's like, I've heard a thousand million times. And I even thought that I didn't care what other people thought. I was like, oh, I post a, I post, I have a, I have a podcast. I don't care what other people think. Like I'm just going ahead and doing it. But no, that wasn't true. That wasn't true because you know what? I was scared of posting and talking about it on Instagram. I love YouTube, um, posted on there for a little bit, but then quit because there is a lot of vulnerability that comes with, um, like video content. Um, I didn't talk about a lot of things that I'm passionate about, mostly on Instagram because I had a subconscious, like quote unquote fear of being seen as like a wannabe like influencer or like being a fame chaser and I think that I was actually like doing me a disservice because it was making me play it small on a small scale and I don't want to play it on a small scale and I don't think that you can have the life that you want until you're in a place where you can openly claim it and with pride and I think you can't claim claim the life you want with pride until you get to this place where you want whatever you want more than you care about what other people think about you and me and if you're not in this place me honestly talking to you about this isn't what's going to be isn't isn't what's going to be isn't isn't it isn't what's going to change your mind like I think it's just something that clicks. I think that's just how break breakthroughs work. I hope I'm like the a millionth person who's told you this that gives you that breakthrough because that I really do think it just takes like repetitive messages and then all of a sudden randomly somebody says something a certain way and it's the cause of a breakthrough for you. So if that's me for you, please, for the love of God, tell me nothing would make me happier. Um, but for the most part, it's not going to happen until you're ready for that to happen. And there's a lot of growth and work that needs to happen beforehand. Um, but that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Okay. So like I said, check out my other stuff. I really try to make it easy for people to understand and kind of work through because for me to get to the place where I'm at now, 
I had to do a lot of research. Like, honestly, it was like a second job. I was reading a ton. I was doing a lot of, um, like, shadow work. I was going to therapy a lot. Like, and I'm trying to make it more accessible for people who don't have the manpower to make this a, a job, okay? I'll, it'll be my job because I love it. I'm so passionate about it. I love self-discovery. I love personal growth. It's my thing. Um, but overcoming or getting to the place where you don't care about what other people think about you. Sienna pre-break recent breakthrough thought that not caring what people meant or thought meant that there was almost like, almost like this sort of like fiery energy to it. Like, uh, I don't care what people have to say. Like they can think whatever they want to think and I'm going to do me. And I'm sure for some people that is how it is. But after this breakthrough, I've realized that for me, not caring about what, not caring about what other people think is actually a lot more peaceful. It's this inner acceptance and understanding that as long as I'm not going out there and hurting anybody or stepping on other people to get to where I want to go, I have the freedom to just do what I want to do. Like, why am I subscribing to all this fear and all this worry and all this just negativity? Like, I just don't care. I just don't care anymore. I don't care what other people think. Like, if you, and kind of a part of that, and why I think the crucial first step is to overcome your inner critic is because today I actually had the thought, anytime I've wanted to post on Instagram story, um, in the past, I have been, I've told myself like, nobody's going to care what you think. Everyone's going to think you're a try hard. Everyone's going to be like, oh, that's so embarrassing. Who does she think she is? And today I finally was like, what if I just tell myself that everybody who follows me loves me and looks forward to every single thing I post? And if they don't, they'll unfollow me and then it's not my business. And I think that really encapsulates what it means to not care about what other people think. It's almost like you have, instead of assuming that people are out there with negative opinion of you, you just kind of decide that they're out there with a positive, very loving, supportive opinion of you. Like, what if, what if instead of telling yourself like, oh, if I do that, my parents will be mad or, oh, if I do that, I'm going to upset this person or, oh, if I do this, what are they going to say about me? What if instead of worrying about all of that, why don't you tell yourself, if I do this, my parents will be so proud or if I do this, my friends will be so happy for me because you know what? Most of the time, people will not have the balls, quite honestly, to say something to your face. The only time I've heard people criticize me, I've heard like through other friends that they've told me, but nobody to this at this point, I'm sure it'll change at some point, even though I'm not like waiting for it. Um, nobody at this point has like to my face been like, what you're doing is super embarrassing. So I just think it's all about like changing the story that you tell yourself um, and just deciding that you're not going to be that you just don't care, that you don't care, and that people not liking you 
is not your business anymore. It's not your business. It's not your business. That's their business. If they don't want to like you, they want to unfollow you, go ahead. You just focus on the people who do like you. And I know that this is now very true for me um, because I also had the thought that I don't care if like 400 people unfollowed me. I don't care. I don't care. Because you know what that would tell me? You know what that would tell me? It would tell me that the leftover people stayed because they truly are bought in and interested in what I have to say. And that that's who my focus should be on. I wish I could put you all into my my brain because I feel like I'm not adequately describing what it feels like. And like the reason I want you to know so bad is because I want everyone to work towards this. I'm so tired of people just being complacent with their lives. I want everyone to live these like exciting, happy, fulfilling lives. But you can't do it until you put in the work. You can't do it until you beat your inner critic. You can't do it until you decide that what you want and who you are is more important than the opinions of others. You just can't. You can't do it. Today on Instagram, I posted a story and I openly said, basically, actually, I'm trying to remember what I, what I, what my, (laughs) my, uh, word for word was, but I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but I just like admitted to like wanting to create content and to being passionate about the subjects that I talk about. And it was just such this free, a freeing moment. And it's funny because to people who follow me, because I've had a podcast for, um, since I think since October, And then before that, I was doing YouTube and I started my YouTube channel. I haven't posted. I I went on a hiatus, but I'm back now. I have two new videos. Go check them out. Um, But before that, I started on YouTube and I started posting on YouTube probably January, February, March, April, probably like April of 2020. So it's going to be almost a year. And so like the people who still follow me know that that's what I do. So for them, they're like, yeah, we, we know you have a podcast. You like it. We get it. But like. (laughs) it was like I was the last one to know and I was the last one to admit that that's what I want even though like I knew I just like it got stuck in my throat and I couldn't like proclaim it out into the world and actually even my podcast group you guys all knew because I have felt very safe with you guys from the beginning which is just one of those like major perks of um, having a podcast there's something about video content that makes you feel more vulnerable. I don't know. I feel actually very comfortable right now that I'm recording this, but that could be a product of all the growth I've done. I'm sorry I keep like playing with my I keep playing with my hands and I'm sure that's very distracting. My mom told me to sit on my hands, so let's see how long this would go. This will last. So my last point, I guess, also would be that growth isn't linear and just because you the reason so many of us like get into like personal development or like spirituality is because we either have hit a rock bottom or we just like wake up and realize like how unhappy we are in our lives and just feel forced to change and then I think you do a lot of work right you grind you grind you grind you grind and let's say you start at the bottom of the hill right 
So then you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're pedaling, you're pedaling, you're going up the hill. And then you make it up to that hill. And I think what happens is so many of us get stuck on that one hill and forget to look over our shoulder and realize that there's more mountains to climb behind us. That 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 getting to this one level isn't the end all be all. Now that's now basically you have a good foundation and you got to keep going. So don't be complacent. If you've done the work and you're in a better place than you've been in six months ago, that's amazing. Clap yourself on back. And then get back to it. Give yourself some time to rest and then get back to it. Don't let yourself become don't let yourself become complacent because guess what? In a year, in two years, you'll look back and you'll realize that you're back where you started over here. That you're back where you started before your whole journey. So don't let that become the case. Like continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to aspire and work towards your goals, your dreams. Because life is too short. Life is too short. We are these spiritual beings here in the human experience on vacation. So treat it like such. Like create the life you want. And I know the work and vacation might seem like two counterintuitive things. But when you're doing work that you are like really passionate about and you actually care about, I swear, I know you've heard it a thousand million times, but take it as a reformed skeptic, take it from a reformed skeptic. Um, it just feels totally different. It just feels a hundred percent different. It just feels different. It just, hey, it just feels different. Hey, um, life is too short, man. And life is really what you make of it. So I am back. I have changed. I'm wearing a extra large Jonas Brothers sweatshirt, which is by far my the best purchase I have, quite honestly, ever made. I'm talking a little bit softer because it's a little bit later and the walls are paper thin. And so I just don't want my neighbors to hear me. I mean, I don't care if they hear me, but you know what I mean? Um, my, I think I have allergies. My nose is so itchy no matter what I do. I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I wanted to come back because I've had time to recenter and like more clearly organize my thoughts. I feel like I was just a little bit all over the place. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that I get my point across because there's nothing I hate more than when I go to click on a video and learn something or be subject to a new way of thinking or even if I just need a little bit of motivation. There's nothing more frustrating then afterwards when you're kind of like, I didn't understand what they were saying the whole time. And I feel like my thoughts were really fragmented. Um, and so I just had time to like recenter. And you know what? I sat with myself and I realized that if I'm being real and authentic, I think I actually am somebody who thrives the best off of a little bit of structure um like it just helps me to write things down before i talk at least in this way and maybe that's something that gets better with time um but just because some people can speak on the fly and speak eloquently and be able to get their words out doesn't mean that that's the way that all of us have to be so i collected my thoughts and really like the two the, ma the main point of this bonus episode is really to share 
these two major breakthroughs that I've had recently that have really caused me to up level um, and kind of feel, yeah, I like just like I'm leveling up. I, you know, made it on the top of a mountain, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I coasted, kind of sat there for a little while, and now I'm ready and have my sights set on a second one. And as a part of that, you know, you learn new things as you go on these these journeys. Um, and just because it's an uphill bat uphill battle doesn't mean that they're not that there's not like joy in them. I think there's like a negative connotation with like <laughs> uphill battles. Uh, because that's just like generally how they're used like in context. But for me, I just think that uphill just means like you're working towards something. And I think, you know, there is work associated with it, but that doesn't mean. Anyway, I'm getting rambly, but I wanted to share two um, my breakthroughs. So the first breakthrough that I had recently, and I'm sorry to people who are watching this on video it's the end of the day and my hair is tired and of being in these buns, but I'm forcing it until I'm done recording these, so I've been fiddling with them. But um, the first breakthrough that I had that has really kind of pushed me to the next level has been this realization that we are all holy beings. So I, a few weeks ago, I had this moment, I was um, scripting, which is basically like journaling and manifestation where you write as if everything you want or whatever you're trying to manifest is in your reality right now. So I was scripting and a lot of what I manifest about is about a lot of what I focus on in terms of manifestation has to do with like my career and the success of this podcast. And so I was scripting about that. And all of a sudden, I felt this like wave of just like fiery, intense, like passionate energy. Um, it just like came over my entire body and it did get a little, it did make me feel a little sassy. And I remember writing in my journal, like, I'm so sick and tired of asking for permission. I'm no longer asking for permission, everything that I want is mine simply because I want it and because I claim it. And because I want it and I'm claiming it, it's on its way to me. Like, I'm tired of playing it small. I'm tired of, you know, waiting in the corners, waiting for my turn. Like, it's mine because I say that it is. It's on its way to me and that's it. End of question. Goodbye. And I was like, I've never had a feeling like that before in my life. Like, um, I, and a lot of that's like, I've never really had anything that I'm like super passionate about. Like I was never the kid who knew what I wanted to be when I was, when I grew up and I'm not somebody who like forms like really strong attachments to a lot of things. And so this podcast and like all the content stuff that I do really is like the first time in my life that I have felt just this like full body passion and dedication to it and I know deep down inside that I will like this is something I will always do um would I like success to come sooner than later yes of course but I can see myself having a podcast even if 20 people listen to it 
and that's like the peak that it gets. Like I just really enjoy it and it's like a passion of mine. So I've never felt this like full body, just like passion in my life. And so that, that was a first. And I think that was kind of what's triggered this next leveling up after, you know, like I said earlier, um, like months of just kind of stillness and stagnancy. So a couple of days later, I was, I've been reading, um, ask and you shall receive or ask and it is given by Abraham Hicks. I'm in the process of reading that. I'm actually going to do a video, um, a YouTube video about kind of my thoughts and what I've learned. Um, so stay tuned for that. But as I was reading it, and I don't remember exactly what she says, but in, or they say, um, in the book, in the book, they, um, just like there was a part about something, it said something about how we, that they, meaning like Abraham Hicks, but really like consciousness as a whole, like our spirit team, you know, that kind of thing. Um, they, have more love for us than we are able to comprehend in our human experience. And something about that just really took me back and got me thinking. And it was like something clicked because when, if you're on a spiritual journey, one of the first things you learn is this idea that we are God and God is us and that we are part of consciousness and we're all the same. And that's a big reason why um, we are able to manifest because we are part of whatever higher power exists, whatever you want to call it, whatever you're comfortable calling it. And it was just, yeah, it just clicked for the first time really what that meant. Like I, I have agreed with that sentiment since I've heard it. It's always, it just rang true for me from day one. Like nobody, I, I didn't, it wasn't like an idea that had to grow on me, but I don't think I really understood the depth of what that meant until, until that day. And it really was almost like an out of body experience. Like I read that and then it clicked in my head. And like the first thing I said after I read that was, oh, we all really are holy. And then I immediately got like really teary eyed and was just like hit with this wave of emotion. I'm getting chills right now remembering. Um, and I actually made a TikTok about this like right after. And in it, I basically say like, it's just, we are these holy beings literally made in the image of God, made from God, we are God made out of like made from pure love like the purest love that you could imagine yet we get so a lot of us get so lost in our experience here that we spend our entire time on earth our entire experience in these bodies unhappy unfulfilled feeling worthless And I think that relates to my manifestation experience I had had, you know, the night or a couple nights before and that 
like we spend so much time going around asking permission we're always asking permission we're asking permission to be who we are to want the things we want um, to get the things we want you know we want somebody we want the universe to knock on our door and say hey Sienna, it's okay that you want your podcast to be successful and you want that to lead into a whole career. It's okay that you want that and here's proof of the fact that it's okay. Or, hey Sienna, it's okay that you want to feel beautiful in your own skin. It doesn't make you a you know surface level person. It's okay to want that and here's proof of that. Like We, we all go through life waiting and begging for permission instead of just understanding this innate fact that we are worthy because we exist and that's it and that's it and that everything you want is yours because you want it you don't have to convince the universe your friends your family that you are worthy You're, you know, the universe knows innately that you are you are worthy, loved, whole, etc. So you don't have to convince them. But when it comes to your family and friends, it's like, yeah, would we love them? Would we love it if they saw us the way we wanted to be seen? Yeah, of course. But ultimately, it's not our responsibility. And there's going to be heart, there's heartbreak involved with that. There is. I mean, we all just want to feel accepted and feel a sense of belonging. But we don't, we need to stop going around to people knocking on their door and handing them a permission slip for everything. All you need to do is show up as your full, authentic, holy self. And the right people will understand. And like I said, that doesn't mean that doesn't come with heartbreak and... I think we've all had times where we feel or we wish that certain people were able to love us in the way we wanted them to or able to see us in the way that we wanted them to. But we can't, there comes a point where we just have to decide that that's not going to stop us or hold us back anymore. So that was the first major revelation that I had that like everything, like, and just to reiterate, like, we are these holy and in the eyes, okay, and in the eyes of the universe, we are made of the same thing that spirit is made of. We are spirit. And because of that, everything that you want, everything you desire, first of all, your desires were sent to you for a specific reason. You don't just desire things randomly. And so that even adds, like, if your desires are sent to you, it's literally the universe saying, hey, Look over here. This is what you should be focusing on. This is what you intended to do with your time here on Earth. I guess the best way for me to do this is to make it, and this is the way I best understand ideas, is when they give, like, specific. I don't do well with generals, so just in case that's you too. Um, so I had a big fear about people I know in my life um, judging me because of the fact that I am now sharing on you know different platforms I had a lot of like resistance around it I was limiting myself in a lot of ways consciously and subconsciously out of fear for what these people 
might say to me, might think of me, might talk to each other about behind my back. And with this revelation, I was able to realize like if somebody is going to be so triggered by the fact that I'm posting about topics that I'm really passionate about, that topics that, you know, have the potential of helping other people. If somebody's so triggered by me doing that, that would mean that's because the messages that I'm sharing are hitting too close to home for them and making them uncomfortable. Or the fact that I'm sharing publicly is something maybe that they've always wanted to do and haven't felt quite ready yet to do it. Because when I think of when I get angry or triggered by something, it's never about something. And honestly, like to make this like a full whole circle, I used to kind of talk crap a little bit about content creators and be like, I just don't understand why they get paid to do nothing like it's not fair that the rest of us are, you know, working these nine to fives, blah, blah, blah. And so I was triggered by them. And it wasn't until I've had space and time to like, think about what it is that I really want to do with my life that I realized, oh, wait, I was so triggered by them because there was like a big, huge part of me that was like dying to do what they did, but I didn't have in my case, I didn't have the confidence to do it. I didn't feel I was smart enough to do it. You know, there was a list of reasons. Um, and it's funny because I was even conscious of the fact that I wanted to do it. Like for years before I posted my first YouTube video, but I used to like plan out my YouTube channel, like plan out the type of content I would post. I would do all like the back work and then I would never film it, film anything. And I did that for years, like years. Um, and so it's just like crazy that I would then like turn around and look at people who were doing what I wanted to do and be like spiteful. Um, but that's really, you know, like you can apply that to so many different instances and maybe even apply it to instances in your own life where you feel like you get really easily triggered or you feel really bitter um, or you feel like a lot of anger towards, I would suggest looking into that and figuring out like what is the cause of that and is there any um, possibility that a part of you is being triggered because there's something in that person or something in that situation that you wish you had and once I was able to really get a grasp on that idea I now feel like unstoppable I mean I had this breakthrough the second breakthrough I had it yesterday and since then I posted all day on Instagram stories which used to be really hard for me. Um, I have now like filmed twice for the podcast video which is something I've been thinking of doing since I started the podcast but would always come up with a ton of reasons not to do it. I have like a list of creative ideas that I want to do for my regular YouTube channel and I just feel very centered, at peace, yet lit up, excited. And I feel like all of these like creative ideas are being sent to me um, because I think there's a saying or something that says like, God favors the, no, 
fate loves the fearless. It's something along those lines. And it's true. Like once you take a leap of faith, the universe will step in and start rewarding you for it. And I think I'm seeing the reward in the amount of just like creative ideas that are flowing to me so easily and in my lack of resistance to implementing them because I have for before these breakthroughs, I had been stuck in like, um, like I'd get all these ideas, I'd get um, creative inspiration, but then I wasn't acting on them. And now I don't feel that resistance towards like the action part or the doing part. Um, and so it's just like, I feel I, it's just a really great, great place to be. And I really wanted to share those two breakthroughs with you. Thank you for, um, sticking with me as I kind of rambled through with my squirrel brain. I need to, if anybody has like natural supplements or something that I can do because I would love to have better focus. I just don't have the best focus. I need to also stop saying that because I say that all the time. Um, but I do have a little bit of a squirrel brain and that's okay. That's okay. I think it's, but I think I feel a lot better. No, I feel a lot better definitely with how the second half of this went. Um, hope that it all made sense to you, that some of it resonated with you. Um, if you are listening to this via audio, please, 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 please share this, share the Life Guts podcast with a family member, a friend, a neighbor. Please share it through social media. That's how I have um, started gaining traction with the uh, like the audience numbers. And, you know, since I'm claiming everything and being straightforward now, I really, 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 really love podcasting. I love creating content. This is what I want to do. Um, so it would really, truly mean the world to me if you could help me out. Um, if you are watching this via YouTube, hello. Um, please subscribe, leave a comment, like, and also share with a family member or friend. Um, who might be interested and if they like if they're more podcasty types you can send them to the just audio version as well I know everybody has a different way of taking in information so I, I just love that there's so many different ways that people can can receive informa information so with in whatever way works best for you and your loved ones please be sure to share um, this video or any of my other socials with your family members and friends. Um, it really, like I said, means the world to me. So thank you so, so much. And I'll see you all real soon. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and found it helpful. If so, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review. This helps the podcast gain traction, which in turn helps us spread our mission of purpose and authenticity. Not to mention just how much it would light me up inside. Thank you so much. And I will be back soon with another episode. Bye friends.